Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. And we're back. We want to welcome you guys back to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronzo Mai. Um, New setting, old dig, terrible internet. Hopefully (laughs) you guys enjoyed today's episode and the user experience isn't too terrible. I promise you, I promise you, this is 100% on my end and I'm working to fix it. Uh, And I think we will. So we'll get into the show. A few cool topics. It's going to be on the shorter side because Cage does have an awesome event to go to tonight in New York City. So we're going to get to the plays. But first, got to give a shout out to Bleaker Trading. So a lot of our friends out there on the East Coast, they went to the DJ Ski Dave East trade night with uh, sponsored at Bleaker Trading. I saw some photos. I saw some videos. It looked like an incredible experience. So shout out to Bleaker and shout out to all the people in the New York City area who for a long time they were looking for a place to kind of hang, to talk sports cars, talk culture, just a place to go hang out and have a good time. And it seems to me that Bleaker is kind of becoming that spot for the hobby. Uh, And I know how hard they've worked uh, to build that up. And shout out to Zablo. Shout out to Jacob. Jacob's the one that really runs the store. So I don't know if you're listening to this episode or if anyone could pass it along. I know he does a Really, really, really good job making uh, all those events go off smoothly, putting in the work behind the scenes. And I heard amazing things about that event. It was kind of the the event that was a culmination, so to speak, of all the hard work over the last year. So shout out to those guys. Cage, before we jump into, I have one topic and then we'll get into our plays today. A topic that is going to be recurring, right? The asset's going to change over and over and over again. But this pattern doesn't change. This happens all the time. Before I do, you know, is there anything you want to mention? Is there anything you want to bring up? Is is there anything that's interesting to you? Everything's interesting. I like that bleaker stuff, man. You're right. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. If you're if you're local here, it's becoming kind of like a kind of like a you know like a the go to spot in the city, which you know we've been missing that for a while. You know, cards cards had their day. They didn't have their day. They had their day again. They didn't have their day, and, and it's cool to see. You know, I forget who it was who said we're coming out of the basement, right? You know, like, and it really is, you know, when, when you mix cards, culture, um, you know, the way like Anthony Renato is doing out there, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it, it really is a cool thing. And to get, you know, like a Hulu event going on there and, you know, have folks like Dave East and, and DJ Ski and, and the crew that they had there, it's pretty cool. And, and, you know, we're lucky to be, you know, invited to these things because I'm not cool. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that's a really cool one. And listen, you know what we, um, you know, I don't know if I'm, if I'm allowed to say this, I guess I should, you know, we opened it up this morning to kind of like, um, you know, test it out and make sure we didn't break it, but we can open the floodgates on it. Now we have a discord, you guys, you know, we mentioned it in coffee with cage. We, you know, we asked about it. Um, we said, you know, is this a way to do it? And I already saw why it is the, you know, the place where everyone should go. And it's, it, we were able to, already just today combine different worlds different you know umbrellas uh you know different groups of our 
are following. You know, I'm in Panini NFTs. We're in Top Shot. We're in card groups. You know, you're on these posts and that post, and and people are introducing themselves to each other already, which is you know is something we weren't able to do on our primary home base, which was Instagram. You know, like we could talk to folks and hop into every one of these groups, but you know, if I wanted to send right. a message out, we sent the same message to you know 47 different groups. You know, hey, we're yep. going live with Coffee with Cage. You know, ask us some questions. Now, we, you know, there's no limitation. You send that one message to quote everyone, and you're all getting it. But but forget about for us for ease of use. You know, I loved seeing, hey, this is me. Hey, I've been listening for six months. You know, hey, I, I you know, I, I I met Cage here, or you know, I I just tune in for Andrew's you know awesome way of thinking about life, whether the internet works, and no matter where he's sitting, and no matter who he has causing problems for him in his life at the present when they think they're solving problems they're just causing more problems so so yeah i mean listen it, you know it, it's great i expect it to to you know to grow now that we're actually letting you guys know about it um you know please andrew tell them where they can find it where can they find how to get into discord sure Sure, sure, sure. So uh, I added it to the link tree. So in our bio on our Instagram page, Lucas Tigers Bronze, uh, Lucas Tigers Bronze podcast, it's that link right in the bio. It's the first option. It's to join our Discord, uh, a one-stop shop for all things sports, vintage, uh, sports cards, and collectibles and NFTs will be all there. And it is absolutely right. We just outgrew the Instagram groups. What's cool with uh, the Discord, it's going to be kind of what you make of it, right? A lot of what we're building here is People are already messaging us and saying, we'd love to be moderators. Uh, we'd love to contribute. We'd love to be a part of what you're doing. The opportunity is there uh, because this is just the beginning. And really, we want to create a place where we could have dialogue, have discourse, disagree, agree, uh, support each other's projects, support each other's ideas, all under one roof. So where it is now isn't even going to be close to where it is a year from now. We're really, really looking forward to, to having this community and building it up. Yeah, and it doesn't just give us access to everybody at the same time in the Luka Nation community. It gives everyone in there access. You, you know, you type a message and everyone's seeing it. Um, so, yeah, click the link in our Instagram page. If you, if you just happen to be on Discord, it's Luca's Tigers. You know, if you can't find it either of those ways, send us a message. You know, message us on YouTube. Message us on Instagram. Message, yep. us, message me on Twitter. Wherever you can get a hold of us, and I'll, we'll send you an invite. Uh, we'll make sure that you're able to get in the Discord and you know, if if you were thinking about introducing someone to the show, a neighbor, a friend, an enemy, whoever it might be, go right ahead. Discord's a great way to start. Even if they don't want to listen to a 15, 20, 25-minute podcast, they just want to come in, say hello, meet some like-minded folks yep. who talk about the hobby, get some cool tidbits. I mean, I already went on there. Our pal Yamwax was in one of the alternate rooms, you know, because we have one for alternate sports, baseball, football, you name it. And he had a, a rookie card. I don't even want to say it because I want to buy him, but the hell with it. I'll say it. Yamwax has like a, a, a rookie card of Howard Stern he posts a picture of. And he's like, check this out. And I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. You know, so everybody can come in, share, you know, talk, you know, find people who like. Yam's going to find four or five other people who like really obscure rookie cards of so of, of pop culture. And he's going to – he's going to – we're going to call him off a little like Yam section. We should just do that, Andrew. Let's just have like the Yam room for oddball cards. <laughs> you know, you have his own room. It would be awesome. But yeah, I mean, listen, there's, there's no limitation. I think it would be value in though, right? Because I'll... 100%. Um, What's the matter? So, 
glitched a little bit, but yeah, it's uh, I'm gonna do you guys. I'm gonna guys do you guys one better. I'm gonna actually put it in the link of the YouTube video too. So it'll be at the right in the description. It'll be the first thing you see right under the description. I'll have a Discord link there to join as well. Cage, first topic, only topic of the day, and then we'll get into our plays. So new shiny, new sexy toy VHS tapes, graded <laughs> VHS tapes. And we've seen this with Formula One cards. We've seen this with uh, Harry Potter had this. You see this all the time in asset classes, right? A new asset classes pops up. One group really loves and supports it. The other group says, stop pumping and shilling it. Uh, and I'm curious, you know, what are the things, I want to hear your take on, on this and what you think for VHS tapes. Do they have, really the question I think most people have is, do they have a lasting power or is this like a flash in the pan? But one thing that's really interesting to me, and you could tie this in, is how two similar industries view the word shilling. Right. We always talk about this word shilling. And I think we all have different definitions for what it really means. But to me, it's so fascinating. Like the NFT community encourages shilling. They encourage pumping product uh, projects. They encourage promotion. They if someone gets into a project that they think is exciting, has cool art, like World of Women, for example, they want to go and tell all their friends. Right. They're like they put their profile picture as that avatar, as that PFP flip it to the sports card hobby, that's incredibly discouraged, right? That's considered market manipulation. Well, can I, can I stop I'm you curious. really? I'm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's, I because it's two, know. it's two words that have two different meanings, right? It's the same word with two different meanings, right? And shilling in the card world or in the memorabilia world is associated with shill bidding, right? It's on, it's on, it's on like, you know, faking something, pumping something up that you have no intention of owning yourself, Right? Maybe you're shilling your own stuff to get somebody to come in and buy it higher and then dump it on somebody, right? That's sort of the the you know the, the shill bid, you know? That's sort of what what, what the, the connotation is in the hobby. And obviously no one should be okay with that. No one should be okay with that at all because it's it's basically pumping up your own bag to dump it on somebody else. In in the in the NFT space, and I could be wrong again, but the way I take shilling to mean, or they've used this word just because it's the easiest word to utilize. It's not always, and usually it's not the case, to, to dump it on someone else. They use the word shilling almost like a marketing. They use the word shilling like, I'm invested in this, and I'm going to tell you guys why I think you should be invested in it too. And of course, with the goal of inflating the price, with the goal of making it worth money, but it's more like, so, so VHS stuff comes out, right? And... And, you know, Ravel posts about it and card porn gives him a hard time. And Ravel says, look, I like this stuff. Exactly. I'm buying it. I'm not selling it. Like, I, I, and, and, and what am I never allowed to talk about what I think is a value? It's sort of like what we talked about with Gary, right? Is Gary shilling? No, he's not selling it, right? So th that I think is the big difference, right? When you got somebody who thinks board apes are awesome and they go out there and talk about the community of board apes and why board apes should be have a 100, uh, 100 ethereum floor and it shouldn't just be 40 and, and and look at the mutants and look at all these things that they've done right i don't think that that person who has one at 40 ethereum is is going out there and selling that uh, going out there and shilling and marketing so that they can dump it on someone for 42 you know i think that they're they're genuinely trying to make that investment argument as to why it's worth it i just think they use the word differently in, in that in that world and that's probably why it's so, viewed as okay so i'm curious cage um and guys we're doing the best we 
can. I, I know it glitches in and out, but the, the audio is coming through good on my end. There's just a bit of a delay after you speak and, and I start, but we'll get it figured out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm curious, is selling the biggest caveat? Is if you yeah, sell, well, because, now it's unethical, well, I mean, and if you don't, and if you hold, it is? We talked about that, right? Like, you know, I always say, what's the difference in shilling and marketing? And it's your intention at the time you make the statement, right? It's your intention at the time you make the statement. It's impossible to know what someone's intention is, and that's what makes it difficult, right? But, but just if you go on Twitter, you'll see people saying, show me a project. Show me an NFT. They're asking for it. It's like it's like it's a huge statement, right? It's it's like, but but what they mean by that is don't they don't mean hop into my DMs and sell me your own crap at an inflated price or try to dump your crap on me. They mean talk to me about a project that you're in and why you're in it, why you're confident about it, why you think it's something that I should get into also. And and I think the NFT world is a little bit different, right? Because the, most of these projects have 10,000 of, you know, these unique individual ones, right? But it's 10,000 as part of a community and part of a project that, that you can talk about the attributes of. Whereas a card, the shill is, is I own this card. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with a fake comp or I'm going to shill bid it because I want you to buy that particular card, right? That's part of it also. Like, I think I think the the better shills, the better marketing are people who talk about the project overall without sending you a link to a specific one to buy. That makes sense. It does. You and know? why I chose this topic, and I want to have this one topic uh, today is, and this is what I think is going to make our Lucanation really, really special, is the whole teach a man a fish, feed him for a lifetime. We want you to guys to be able to discern. We want you guys to be able to understand that uh, there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of context that's involved in these kind of headline punchy statements that are thrown out on Twitter, Instagram, and all over the internet. And I think there's opportunity to read between the lines and actually profit and understand what's happening. Uh, and I, I wanted to have that conversation today. So I, I, I hope we did it justice. I'm curious to hear your guys' takes too, right? Like, where do you guys draw the line? What's shilling versus what's pumping? What's marketing? What's promotion? Is there a right way to do it? Is there flat out a wrong way to do it? So let us know. Let us know in the YouTube comments. Send us a DM. It's a fascinating topic because as I watch the NFT industry, I see how much they support each other's projects. They want to see them win. They want to see what seems like they want to see people win in the hobby or in the NFT space. In the card hobby, we are very much quick to tear somebody down if they're promoting or talking about something that they really enjoy, even if it's someone like Darren Bell talking about VHS tapes. But it applies across the board. It was us when people were doing that with Formula One. I'm curious. What do you guys think? Now, Cage, any final words or do you want to get into our plays? No. I mean, I think we beat the hell out of that topic. I, I can imagine what our folks are going to say. Um, you know, what I would say is this, it's, it's sort of my new, like second half of 2021 new leaf kind of deal. Right. You know, remember we talked about it yesterday, the and versus the or, right. Cage has, I think Cage has two new year's resolutions. Yeah. I don't know. I got a lot of new year's resolutions coming, but so, so, you know, I would just say be open-minded about these things. Right. I, I mean, that's, that's, that, that there's my, there's my goal. Right. I mean, um, you, you bring it up. It's funny videos. You bring it up as far as like all these things. It really is just, um, Man, it's it's a funny world. It really is. It's a funny world um, to think where we've come in the last, you know, eight months. I didn't even know what the hell an NFT was. 
let alone talk about like what shilling an NFT is, or we've got so many people asking us now that you have a discord, will you make an NFT? Seriously, people just asking like crazy. Why don't you guys make an NFT? All right, well, you know, maybe we'll, we'll have to see. But no, I mean, open-minded is the key, guys. Open-minded is the key. I think that anybody who says, oh, shilling's bad no matter what the hell you do with it, it's just not understanding how another asset works. Maybe they got to come up with another word. Can I say that? Maybe the word shill is not the right word for it. <laughs> Words matter. Words matter. I my sister's ten years younger than me, uh, and I get on her. Like I, I get mad at her when she uses the wrong words because words have meaning and meanings matter, and it's how we understand each other. So it's it's something that I've realized a lot more in my older age that like picking the right words. And I, I slipped up, like you mentioned a few days ago, with permission. Right, that stuff matters because it has a different connotation in, in someone's head when they hear it. Um, we and all slip the up person with words. said we should start an NFT. <laughs> You're much well, better I we all, than I. We all, we all, that, no, dude. I, I, there's a video of me saying I would ride Derrick Henry. Obviously, some things come out of my mouth sometimes too, you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, right? So. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'll get into my play here and then a Cage will take it home. But the person that's asking us about making an NFT project, I'll tell you if we do, we're going to do it right. We're going to get the information. We're going to do it with care. Uh, we're going to add on utility so that it's it's fun, so that there's events, uh, so you guys get to meet us, so we might be able to do a cigar night. Uh, we're going to try to do it so it can involve people, so it's not just like, hey, buy my NFT, because that's not what we're about. My play is going back to the, well, Mr. Kobe Bryant. His documentary will be out next year, the Netflix documentary, and I'm going to give you guys a play, which is basically my favorite card. I don't own any more of these. I bought a ton of these. You guys know this card because uh, maybe last August and September, this was my play a few times. And I think it's going to make a resurgence when we see Kobe Bryant's cards get more and more demand. So first off, there's so many Kobe cards out there. There's no, there's no secret about that. But this specific card is interesting for a few reasons. It's the same iconic pose or card that the Topps Chrome and the Topps Paper has. But it's infinitely harder to grade, and it's completely under, undervalued and under – like people don't search this card unless they really know about it, okay? It's kind of lost in the weeds. And it's the Kobe Tops at 50th, 1996-1997 rookie card. So kind of like the Chrome card, but it's foil. So you have no issues with green ink or any of that. You add that in that this card is nearly impossible to grade. It's it's the hardest card to grade that I've ever experienced, and I've sent in quite a few cards. And you could get this his rookie card in a PSA eight, a PSA nine, which is an amazing grade. A PSA nine is is an incredible grade for about two thousand bucks for the PSA nine, and under a thousand bucks for the PSA eight. So to me, it's really really worth a look. I might even look at something like um, buying a BCC G ten. For a thousand bucks or a thousand two hundred bucks, there's one on eBay right now. Cracking it and sending it to PSA at the 150 mark. Here's why: I'm not saying that it's going to gem, but if it gems, this is a 20k card, okay? And it's it is a thousand bucks, a thousand five hundred worth a risk of 20k. I'll let you be the judge. That's a way to play it. Uh, but I also think just. PSA 9, a PSA 8 will eventually be the play because most people can't afford those PSA 10s for 20K. 
And it's an alternative play to play Kobe rookies with basically the next year, there's going to be promotion. There's going to be hype coming up to that Kobe documentary. That's it's my got play. significantly it's lower pop than the Chrome, right? Significantly lower pop. Mm-hmm. Significantly. All right. Well, listen, I don't know if the Wi-Fi is going to allow you to do this. Uh, you know, normally I'd have Andrew pull the play up for me and you can see it. If you're looking at it on YouTube, you might have to pu- pull it up along uh, at home. Um, but hey, look, it is what it is. I'm going to go the other end of the spectrum. Mine's just more of a cool, cool aesthetic card that's going to be something that people aren't going to be grading now. Um, it falls in the line of, remember I gave Topps Gallery to you guys? And if you didn't look at that one, take a look at it now. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. looking at stained glass. Everybody's looking at Kaboom, these cool color cards. Like, what's the insert out there that's, you know, everybody went Kaboom crazy and, and stained glass crazy. Well, you can find these Topps Gallery. Those were stained glass, really cool cards, right? So... I started looking at aesthetics, right? Because, you know, one of the things that I'm, I'm noticing is aesthetics will win out, right? The artwork, it's about the art, right? Yep. It's about the art, mm-hmm. right? The aesthetics are going to matter. And I started thinking to myself, you know, what kind of cards are there out there in the Panini decade, right? So Panini is eventually going to hand the reins over to Fanatics. And people are going to look at the 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 year, whatever it is Panini is going to have of their cards. And what are the ones that are going to stand out? The color blur, the color blasts the you know the kabooms but are there any of that haven't you know been established yet are there any of them that might give you that same kind of art at a much lesser level and and maybe you can buy it at a psa 10 now because no one's going to be grading them at that you know at the cost that's going to be and i found one and i i think it's really cool and i'd love it if you want to pull one up it's cool see if you can if you type in uh 2019 luca Lu- twitter 2019 luca illusions clear shots emerald psa 10 and you'll pull up the same card i have 2019 luca illusions clear shots emerald psa 10 a lot of words but you, then you'll be looking at the same card i'm looking at in front of me on the computer right now right luca illusions clear shots emerald psa 10 so anyway guys the 2019 panini illusions set has a cool thing in it called clear shots it's sort of that's that's the card right there so it sort of reminds me of like an acetate. So that's not the one, the PSA 10, obviously, but I'm looking at a PSA 10. PSA 10 right. has a pop three in the Emerald, right? And, and you're, wow. you, can, you can match whatever color you like on this because there's an orange version, there's an Emerald version, there are Sapphire versions. But you know the acetate cards? It's a see-through card. So you know, if you find a, a, a different one or another picture, you'll see that it's the words clear shots, clear shots. They're, it's actually clear, and you can see through the card. So if you hold it up, it's got the same sort of like stained glassy, tops gallery, like light comes through it kind of stuff. And um, there are a ton of these. So so I found this one. <laughs> you can make an offer. I'm not going to buy it, guys. I wish I wasn't doing plays. I wish I wasn't giving picks, right? Because I would totally buy this card, right? I'll buy it right now. Um, it's a 2019 Luca Doncic Illusions Clear Shots Emerald card number 10 PSA 10 Gem Mint Pop 3 $284 or best offer. Maybe you get this card wow. for 100 150 bucks. 284 or best offer. And and if Luca's not your guy, right? Luca's not your guy. The Tatum in Sapphire which is really cool looking. Clear clear shots got this really cool art design to it. It's $69. Buy it now in a PSA 10 gem mint. You want to buy 
You want to buy an orange one because the orange looks cooler. Oh, you see, so you pulled it up. There's a Trey Young Clear Shots Orange Gem Mint 10, PSA 10. And that's on there for $99. Raw? That's pretty That's pretty cool, Cage. That's, I'm not going to lie. This is a cool play because mm-hmm. one here you have the jersey match with Tatum. So that's really cool. But how often do you get – I know this well, is a non-rookie. You got the Emerald. Boom, the one like, you're looking at the, is $49, the one you're looking right. at, I think. The Emerald version, which is a color which match. $49. Bucks. Less, than, less than a PSA grading fee at this point for yeah. an awesome-looking card. Yep. And a card I, that's going to be a tough grade. The cards are gorgeous. They're acetate. They're see-through. I like the play is 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 you know whoever you like in the set. It's you know there's there's plenty of these out there. There's a LeBron, right? You know I saw a LeBron SGC ten in a in a cool looking you know black back holder, which made the card look kind of cool. Also, if you don't love these, so I like these this clear shots, but I would look at that 2019 Illusions set. And if you want to pull up another one for me, it's the same kind of thing with the see through. The same 2019 Illusions LeBron Mystique, M Y S T I Q U E, M Y S T I Q U E, and I'll tell you while Andrew's looking it up to see if he can. It's the 2019 Panini Illusions Mystique Emerald LeBron PSA 10 is currently up for sale for 145 dollars or best offer. You can get this card for under 100 bucks, and it's got a really cool. You know, the Emerald's green. There's other different colors of them, right? That's got a cool Mystique. It reminds me almost like the Apparitions card that you have for Kobe, right? And mm-hmm. it says Mystique kind of like in a cool thing. There's a swirl. And if you look at the card from the back, you'll notice it's, again, it's got that acetate sort of see-through. You're looking at it. So you got the card. But that's – is that a gold version? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the gold versions I think are numbered. That's a really nice card. I mean, obviously, the gold with the Lakers, it's, it's not cheap. But the ones I have, they're still – even the emeralds and the orange and stuff – not a lot of people graded these cards. The pops on them are real, real light. You know, you look at the one, like the Emerald Luca, it's pop three in PSA 10. So I like this. I'm starting to try to think of, like, you know, what kind of cards are out there that are low pop, that are probably not going to grade with PSA going forward because of, you know, the whole PSA shutdown and whatnot. And even when they open up, are people going to be yanking 2019 illusions out of their closets and trying to grade those, they'll be, you know, they'll be grading the 2022 basketball sets at the time. They won't be looking for these. So these will ultimately be a potential kaboom type of card where you don't have, um, you know, a ton of them graded. And they kind of got lost in the shuffle. But when people look back, they say, look at the art on these. Look at, look at the, the, the way that they, these cards are done. Look at how cool they are. Look at, you know, um, you know, they're a little overlooked. And because they're overlooked, you can add a cool looking, you know, conversation art type card. Of the top flight guys of whoever you may collect for, you know, for what I consider a pretty big bargain. I mean, I love this play for a few reasons, Cage, but really I love the play because of the thought process behind it, right? So, like, what, what I've always thought made us different from uh, other content creators, other podcasts, other stuff is we try to jump on here every single day and give, like, a watch list of why are we doing this or why are we looking here and there. Uh, because I, I, I truly believe education is number one, right? If you if you can learn something, if you can understand the why, you can be successful, right? It's easy to tell people go buy this or that, but then you can't hold their hand for life. So the last four or five minutes to me is, is kind of a crash course on, on Cage's thinking into this play. And I, I think that's truly the, the real winner here. Uh, 
so guys, I'll tell you, this is this is a great episode. One topic, two plays, but I think there's a lot of depth here. This may be one you guys want to go back and, and listen to again, uh, because I think with the VHS and the shilling and stuff like that, I brought that topic up because it's very, uh, it's it's one that appears over and over and over again, right? There's going to be new hot things of the week and understanding how they work uh, is really important. And then this play, I, I think both of our plays are really solid today. Guys, with the Discord link, we're, I'm going to put it in the YouTube bio. So right in the description right there. By the way, before you hang Instagram up. Bio. Please join. Yeah. Please sure. No, I mean, I just wanted to Please join, please contribute. You, what else do you want to I like that. No, but you, you, if you're not a basketball person, Panini Illusions from 2019, it's football. And you can get the mystique blue parallel out of 299 of, of, of Mahomes for a couple hundred bucks if that's your guy. It's the same type of thing. Same artwork, the same card design, the same everything on there. Um, you know, if Mahomes isn't your guy, Kyler Murray, rookie, you know, is and, – and you're talking about single-digit pops on these things. I think the Murray has a pop of 10 on the Mystique one. Um, you know, so real cool stuff. I happen to like it. I don't know if you do. Let me know what you think about this, guys. I mean, look, I'm looking at him as I go. An Emerald LeBron, 249 or best offer, PSA 10, with such low pop. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed this stuff, guys. I, I really did try to put some thought into this because I don't want to always be bringing you expensive stuff, and I definitely want to try to bring stuff that nobody else is really talking about. And I don't know if there's many other people out there giving 2019 illusions, you know, um, mystique. And, you know, clear shot cards as their play. If you do hear of them, let me know because that means someone's listening to us. <laughs> we should tell them thanks for listening. Guys, Discord. We started with the Discord. We're ending with Discord. I'm going to be making a push on this because um, no bullshit. It's because it's the easiest way to get us. Right? I'm on Discord. I'm on it all the time. Um, you know, I try to check the Instagram stuff, but you know, it's the easiest way. I'll, I'll, I'll just hop in and we can all just chat you know, back and forth, you know, get a bunch of people in the same conversation. You know, you got any questions you want to, you know, I get questions all the time. Hey, what do you think of this card? Here's a picture. Well, you could post it in the, the discord, you know, and say, yeah. Hey, Kate, what do you think of this card? And then we can get 11 or 111 more people saying, Hey, you know, Kate is right, but I have this one. Why don't you go with this one instead? Or, you know, the last time I was at a show, I tried to sell that card and, and this is what happened. Um, and that's the power of the community. That's the power of, 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 of Luke Nation. It's what I love. And, and it'll, it, it's just easier for us to do that on, on the, the discord. So this episode of Lucas Tigers and bronze was brought to you by hybrid grading approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Luca's Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.